morning, dear Sangha. Today is uh, the 6th of April, 2013, and we are on our third day of the retreat with the team Happy Teachers Who Change the World. This morning, uh, I will show you how to invite the bell to sound. Uh, we do not say hit the bell or strike the bell, but invite the bell to sound. We consider the bell as uh, a bodhisattva, help us uh, to wake up. And that is why before inviting the bell to sound, you have to bow to the bell as a friend, as a bodhisattva. If uh, you do not have a big bell like that, you can afford to have a small bell like this, a mini bell. The bell has also a cushion, sitting meditation. And this, uh, we don't call it a stick, but we call the inviter, the inviter of the bell. The bell is the invited, and this is the inviter. In uh, Buddhist uh, monastic uh, life, the one who invites the bell to sound is called a bell master. But we have to train ourselves in order to become a real, a good bell master. It's uh, nice to invite uh, the Bodhisattva bell uh, to our home. Because the bell will help us uh, to go back to ourselves and produce uh, the energy of peace and uh, joy. Everyone who comes to Plum uh, Village uh, is encouraged to get a bell in order to practice at home.
in the morning before you go off to work or to school. It's good that the whole family sit down together uh, and listen to the bell and practice. If uh, we produce uh, three sounds of the bell, and then we have a chance to practice uh, nine times of uh, breathing in and breathing out. And nine, nine times of breathing in and out mindfully can produce uh, the energy of peace, mindfulness, and happiness. We do not need to wish each other have a good day. We want to make uh, the day good by uh, a good beginning. children uh, around the bell and practice uh, mindful breathing to relax our body, uh, to feel uh, the presence of each other uh, before going to sending the children to, to the bedroom. Atmosphere not peaceful enough. There is uh, anger, uh, irritation, uh, difficult uh, to breathe, and then we can come and invite the bell to sound so that the whole family can relax, uh, breathe, and restore uh, their peace, their happiness. And the bell is uh, an ambassador of the Buddha to our home. And we have to reserve a good place for the ambassador. And we have to reserve a good place for the ambassador. 
in in every home there there could be a a place where we call uh, that we call uh, the breathing room. And that is uh, uh, a small meditation hall in our own home. It does not need to be too big, but we should have enough place for the bell, a small bell, one pot of flour for one flower, and a few cushions so that everyone in the family has a, a place to sit and enjoy mindful breathing together. In Japan, in the old time, every home has a small bell. And uh, now, most of the Japanese uh, do not have enough time to enjoy listening to the bell and uh, breathing anymore. There is uh, a Western friend of us who stay in Japan and he collected many small bells like this and sent it to Plum Village. That is something regrettable because uh, uh, the children in uh, Japanese families now do not have the chance to practice like uh, 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 their grandmother, their grandfather anymore to enjoy peace and togetherness in the morning and in the evening. Happily, Taiwan is producing more mini bells. We can and and we can invite one bell home to practice. Before you uh, invite the bell to sound, you have to bow to the bell in respect. And this should not be done uh, automatically, but in mindfulness.
you really see that the bell is uh, an ambassador of the Buddha. You breathe in, you breathe in mindfully, and you become aware that the bell, the ambassador is there. And when you breathe out, you smile to His Highness, uh, the Ambassador. And breathing in and out like that bring already peace uh, and uh, relaxation to you. And you might like to hold an inviter like this. And begin to prepare yourself to be a good bell master. You practice breathing in and out deeply two times. And there is a, a short uh, verse for you to use while breathing in and breathing out. The first line of the verse is uh, body, speech, and mind in perfect oneness. While you breathe in, you recite that line silently, and you bring your body, your mind, and your speech together in concentration. Body, speech, and mind in perfect oneness. Breathing out, I say, I send my heart along with the sound of this bell. May those of you who listen to me Get out of the realm of forgetfulness. And transcend the path of anxiety and sorrow. Body and mind, body, speech and mind in perfect oneness. I send my heart along with the sound of this bell. May uh, those who listen to me uh, awaken from forgetfulness.
transcend the path of anxiety and sorrow. And when I was a novice, I practiced uh, the verse in classical Chinese. Now uh, we can practice in English, uh, French. Uh, of course, uh, you have a Shandong book in Thai, and uh, there are many uh, verses, and among them, this this one. So during the time you recite that uh, poem silently and breathe in and out, you bring quite uh, a bit of energy of peace and relaxation and mindfulness into you. And now you are qualified to be a male master. Well, When we are not peaceful enough, calm enough, happy enough, we should not invite the bell. And uh, the first thing we do after that is to wake up the bell. You produce a uh, not a sound, but half a sound. This is uh, the sound, the wake-up sound, or the uh, warning. You want everyone in the, in the house that a real sound, a full sound, is going to be produced. And everyone should prepare themselves in order to receive the sound of the bell. Because the sound of the Buddha and the sound of the bell should be considered to be the voice of the Buddha calling us home. The Buddha is not in the sky, on the cloud. The Buddha is within our heart. The voice of the Buddha. So after having produced the half sound, you allow people to have enough time to prepare themselves for the reception of the first sound. Uh, People should uh, need enough time to Enjoy one in-breath and one out-breath 
and stop their talking, stop their thinking, and be ready to receive the sound of the bell. And when everyone is ready to receive the sound, you produce, you invite the bell to to sound for the first time. Because this is uh, the time to produce peace and happiness. If you are uh, uh, young, very young, and then your in-breath and out-breath would not be as, as long as an in-breath and out-breath of those uh, who are adult, uh, who, uh, who, uh, who are used in the practice. So after having finished your three in-breath and out-breath, you allow them some extra time to really enjoy uh, their, in, their three breathings. Invite uh, all the cells in our body to join us and listen very deeply. We allow the sound of the bell to penetrate into every cell of our body and help our body relax. There are billions of cells in our body and they are breathing in together. That is why when we say, I listen, I listen, it means we listen, we listen. Billions of cells are listening at the same time. They came 
they come into phase and produce uh, the collective uh, energy of uh, listening. We do not listen as uh, an individual. We listen as a community, the community of cells. And this is called uh, deep listening. And listening like this surely will bring peace, relaxation to our body and to our feelings at the same time. When we have uh, a feeling that is not uh, peaceful enough, it's very good to listen like this and you will be able to calm our feeling. And when you breathe out, we say, this wonderful sound brings me back to my true home. listening to the bell, you, you get away from the past, from the future, from your project, and establish yourself in the present moment and get in touch with the wonders of life in you and around you. is our true home. And uh, we breathe in and out like that three times before uh, uh, we invite uh, the, the bell to sound for a second time. three sounds of the bell, you have a chance to breathe in and out nine times. And that is good enough uh, to start uh, a day uh, 
ตัวแอนได้แล้วเมื่อเราใช้ความสามารถในการทำงานที่เราจะเริ่มต้นแบบพร้อมกับจดใช้งานถ้าคุณใช้ invite คุณสามารถเลือกใช้ invite ได้ไหมคุณสามารถ Uh, why I breathe in and out for the first time, I do like this. And when I breathe in and out for the second time, I do like this. The next finger, I enjoy deeply every breath. And uh, why I breathe in and out for the third time, I do like this. And this helps my concentration as a bell master. Finish my uh, third uh, hour breath. I allow people to have some extra time to finish theirs. Before we invite the bell uh, to sound. For the second time, if you are peaceful, the sound will be will have a good quality. And uh, the path of the inviter is a parable like this. Rather than this, it's like a bird of paradise uh, who fly from, or uh, helping the bird to fly from, from the bell to, to space. With a small, small bell. You might like to put it in the palm of your left hand or right hand. Mm-hmm. 
and holding the 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 bell in your palm, you can visualize that uh, your hand is a lotus flower. And the bell is a jewel in the heart of a lotus. The jewel in the heart of lotus, that is the meaning of uh, Om Mani Padme Hum. Mani is the jewel and Padma is the lotus. Instead of uh, thinking, uh, talking, we keep silence and we produce that image of a lotus flower with a jewel inside. And we begin to breathe uh, with the four lines of the gata. Body, speech, and mind in perfect oneness. I send my heart along with the sound of this bell. May the hearers awaken from their forgetfulness. and transcend the path of anxiety and sorrow. And then we make the half sound, one sound. This wonderful sound brings me back to my room. And after having finished uh, the ninth So the bell master, after having bowed to the bell, 
begin to prepare himself or herself with uh, with uh, the verse. Send my heart along with the sound of this bell breathing out. May the hearers awaken from their forgetfulness, breathing in, and then send the path of anxiety and sorrow breathing out. And you, you feel ready, and you make the half sound. And after having made the half sound, you allow people enough time to prepare themselves. Breathing in, I stop my thinking. Breathing out, I stop my talking. And when people around are ready to welcome uh, the voice of the Buddha, we, we produce the first uh, full sound. which is followed by three deep in-breath and out-breath. I listen, I listen. This wonderful sound brings me back to my true home. I listen, I listen, breathing in. This wonderful sound brings me back to my true home, breathing out. And after three sounds, we three, three breaths, we produce uh, the second full sound. Followed by three in breath and out breath. And then the third sound, which is followed by three in breath and out breath. <coughs> and I put the inviter down and bow to the bell. And we have to uh, sign a kind of picture uh, between uh, members of our family.
that everyone should try in order to be present while the bell is uh, invited in the morning, in the evening. And when a child uh, is unhappy because uh, father is not uh, uh, in peace with mother, he or she would have the chance, the right to go to the breathing room and invite the sound, the bell to sound. When someone in the family does not feel well, angry, fearful, irritated, and he could uh, or she could uh, go to the direction of uh, the bell uh, in the style of walking meditation. This is a monastic uh, culture uh, that can be shared with uh, uh, society outside. Sit down and prepare yourself in order to invite the sound of bell and and practice breathing. And uh, the space in the breathing room is the territory of the Buddha. And when the child sits there, the mother, the father does not have the right to scold him anymore. And if mommy is cutting carrots in the kitchen and hearing the sound of bell, she knows that her child is practicing breathing. She is uh, proud of her child because her child knows how to handle a feeling of anger or sadness. So why uh, shopping, cutting vegetables, she also go back to her in-breath and out-breath, working in the kitchen 
and smiling at the same time, practicing mindfulness of cooking. So this is the practice of peace uh, in a family. Uh, it can bring the, about uh, reconciliation also, just using the bell. The child knows that uh, when father and mother are angry at each other, uh, when he invites the bell to sound, he knows that both father and mother will be breathing together. This practice of um, uh, listening to the bell has brought a lot of peace and reconciliation in many families. Because if you have agreed with each other that the sound of the bell is the voice of Lord Buddha, and then when you hear, you should stop shouting, stop thinking, and begin to breathe in and out mindfully and calm yourself. Listening to the bell, you calm your body, you calm your feelings, you calm your emotion. Parents can teach uh, their children um, the practice of peace, and school teachers can also do that in the classroom. There is, a, is a, a professor of mathematics in Toronto. His name is Henry, and he is also a lay Dharma teacher. He was an excellent uh, professor of mathematics in high school. He's a good uh, man, but he got angry from time to time. At the time, he was very gentle to his uh, students. When he got angry, he can, he can say things like, You are stupid. And he can throw a piece of shock <laughs> at the boy. But after having uh, come to plumbing and practice, he changed completely. 
And um, after having spent uh, a summer uh, session in Plum Ridge, he went home and determined to apply what he has learned from Plum Ridge in his classroom. He walked in the classroom in the style of walking meditation. <laughs> he went to the board and erased what was uh, on the board mindfully, slowly. And his students found it very strange. And he asked him, they asked him, Are you okay, Papa? <laughs> they love him. They call him Papa. <laughs> Are you sick, Papa? <laughs> <laughs> and he said, No, I'm not sick. I just practice mindfulness. <laughs> Walking in my classroom, I enjoy every step. And raising what is on the board, I enjoy my in-breath and out-breath. And he began to talk about his experiences in Bramlage, and the students listened with a lot of uh, interest. He did not have a bell with him. So he proposed that every 15 minutes, uh, a student would uh, clap his hand twice. And after that, the whole class will practice mindful breathing in and out and uh, release the tension. In the beginning, it looked like a game, so the, the young people, they love it, but finally they got the practice, and they love it. <coughs> so the practice helped release the tension and, and bring more uh, attention and teacher and students work better and better. And uh, his class worked so well that uh, other teachers in the school inquire about it, and they begin to apply the same kind of practice in their class. 
Personally, he enjoyed a lot more of his teaching. He loved to spend spend time with his students, talking about the happiness of the practice. He had used to uh, to enjoy uh, his hobby uh, fishing, but now he abandoned uh, uh, fishing. And he enjoyed more uh, uh, the time with his students. And now, while uh, correcting uh, the homework of his students, he did not write uh, strong uh, things anymore, like stupid. He said, you do not understand. That's my fault. (laughs) So the whole school uh, uh, um, um, cherished his presence. Many classes uh, and teachers uh, follow his examples, and when he uh, came to the time, it came to the time of uh, um, retirement. The school asked him to stay uh, for a few more years. away, uh, uh, but he has left uh, behind him uh, a book uh, written by him uh, uh, telling his story of uh, the practice and, and the application of the practice into his classroom. He came back to Plum Ridge several times after the first, and he practiced so well that he was uh, ordained as uh, a lay Dharma teacher. I think uh, the school teacher uh, can play the role of a mother our father, a loving parent in uh, the classroom. The school teacher can sit down and listen to the suffering of one of his uh, her students. 
And when the other boys or girls listen the, at the same time, they feel that they may have the same kind of difficulties in their families. So the practice of uh, compassionate uh, listening, mindful listening, and loving speech can uh, can help uh, the students to suffer less, to feel that there is finally someone who can understand uh, the suffering inside of them. to learn how to love, to be kind to other people. So if uh, the school teacher can transform his uh, class into a family, that would be the second chance for the boy or the girl. Even in our monastic uh, tradition, we try to make uh, our community into a family. We have a grandpa teacher, Long Pu. <laughs> We have a father teacher, your direct uh, guru. You have an uncle teacher, aunt teacher, Sri O, Sri Yi. You have a brother teacher, sister teacher. And in the communist, uh, in the monastic community, uh, we consider each other in the same family. And uh, we have uh, several monastic uh, communities a little bit uh, everywhere in Germany, in France, in Thailand, in America. so that we can build a brotherhood, sisterhood. We know that uh, romantic love is short-lived, but uh, brotherhood and sisterhood can last very long. So we practice uh, uh, 
every day uh, to build brotherhood and sisterhood. We practice together, work together, serve together as a family. And since we wear brown uh, in our daily life, we call ourselves the brown family. <laughs> but that does not mean that you do not have a sangati of the same kind of color, orange. <laughs> On the last day of our retreat, during the transmission of five precepts uh, ceremony, you see us wearing orange. (laughs) So I think it is quite possible with that kind of practice, uh, transform our classroom, our school into a family, building brotherhood, sisterhood uh, among uh, colleagues and students. Yesterday we have uh, talked about uh, the school teachers go back, going back to himself and take care of himself. And the next step is uh, he goes to another person in the family in order to help uh, uh, that person to do the same. So having a happy family as his ground of operation, he can go to his workplace in order to do the same thing. Like uh, Professor Henry, he approached his uh, class, his students, and helped them to calm themselves, to relax, to suffer less. And after having been successful in his class, he will approach other um, other colleagues. And uh, the principal, uh, other school teachers, and then he has a chance to to serve his own uh, institution 
his uh, own class become a family, a community, a sangha. Sangha can be monastic or lay. And you do not need to use any Buddhist term in building your Sangha. You do not need to use Buddhist terms in building your Sangha. The practice of mindfulness does not have to get a, a color of religion. Uh, that is why in Western countries where there is a sharp uh, separation between church and state, mindfulness is accepted in uh, the realm of education, uh, medicine, and so on. And when you are happy as a teacher, as a class, you can approach other teachers and invite them to join your Sangha, the Sangha, the community of teachers. Other teachers and students, they suffer. And that is why we can inquire about and share our practice. And with the practice of my uh, deep listening and loving speech, uh, we can restore communication and build harmony in the whole school. Not only monastics uh, need a sangha, <laughs> but uh, school teachers need a sangha of school teachers. Uh, psychotherapists need a sangha of psychotherapists, and also politicians. They need a sangha in order to rebuild themselves and suffer less. Even Lord Buddha needs a Sangha. Uh, without the Sangha, a Buddha cannot uh, achieve uh, his uh, career as a teacher. <coughs> that is why after, right after enlightenment, he went to look for members of the Sangha in order to form 
a community of practice so that he, they can help uh, more and more people. And the uh, Sangha building is a very crucial uh, practice to help transform uh, society. So the f- uh, one year after uh, enlightenment, the Buddha already had a Sangha of 1,250 monks. And when you have a Sangha with a powerful collective energy of mindfulness and peace, you can serve much, much better than if you are only an individual talented teacher. So the first thing we might like to do right after this retreat is to go and look for members of a teacher sangha so that we can uh, exchange uh, ideas, um, share suffering and happiness, and uh, offer a place for, of refuge for many other school teachers who need this kind of uh, practice. I think school teachers like uh, like uh, other other professionals, they need to uh, to master um, the practice of uh, compassionate listening and loving speech. Three or four days of practice may be enough for us to go to the other person and restore communication and reconcile. The practice of uh, listening to the bell, mindful breathing, mindful walking, can help release the tension and uh, embrace our 
our painful feeling and uh, bring relief Three or four days of practice uh, may help us already to know how to handle, to understand suffering and to handle the suffering inside. And when we have suffered less, we are in a position to help the other person to suffer less also. You go to him, you go to her. And that person may be your student, your colleague, or your partner. Since you have uh, been able to recognize the suffering in you, you can very well recognize the suffering in him or in her. When you have seen his uh, suffering, you are able to use uh, loving speech. <coughs> you can say, like, uh, my friend, I know that you have suffered so much in the last uh, three, four years. I was not able to help you. In fact, I have reacted in a way that makes you suffer more. I'm sorry. That's not because I wanted to make you suffer. That's because I did not understand the suffering the difficulties in you. I need your help. Please tell me what is in your heart. Tell me of uh, your suffering, your difficulties. I need to understand because uh, I know that if I understand your suffering, your difficulties, I will not uh, react react like I have before. Please help me. 
if you don't, who will help me? And with uh, compassion, with the awareness that there is a suffering in the other person, well, it's very easy for us to use this kind of speech called uh, loving speech. And when we say like that, uh, the other person will open his door, the, the door of his heart, and begin to tell you what is in his heart, her heart. And now you have a chance to practice uh, compassionate listening because you know that uh, listen compassionately in one hour can help the other person suffer much less. This practice of listening, uh, deep listening, needs some training in order to, to be done. Because while the other person is speaking, uh, the seed of anger, irritation in you may be watered by what uh, she said, or she says, or he says. He may say things that that are untrue. <coughs> he may use the language of uh, blaming, accusing. <coughs> and that might touch off irritation and anger in us. And if anger, irritation manifests, we lose our capacity of listening. That is why while listening, we have to continue breathing in and out mindfully and remember just one thing. I listen to him just for one purpose, that is to help him to suffer less. <laughs> so even if he, he, he has a lot of wrong perceptions, uh, blames, bitterness, I will not interrupt him and correct him. 
if I interrupt him, and then I will transform this uh, session of listening into a debate that will ruin everything. still have time. Three, four days later, I might offer him or her some information to help him correct his perception, but not now. (coughs) And that is called the practice of mindfulness of compassion. If uh, we remember that, we will be protected by the energy of compassion and we will not interrupt, it, interrupt him or her uh, and allow the, the anger and the irritation to manifest. In every retreat that we have offered in uh, Europe, America, Asia, and so on, the miracle of uh, reconciliation always happened between father, son, mother, daughter, husband, and wife, thanks to the practice of uh, compassionate listening and loving speech. Usually on the fourth day of the practice, practitioners can already put into practice the uh, deep listening and loving speech and reconcile with the other person. Even if the other person is not in the retreat, you can still practice. You can, you are allowed, you are authorized to use your portable telephone. (coughs) I remember that the retreat in northern uh, Germany the fifth day, four gentlemen came to me and reported that the night before they had used their telephone and reconciled with their father. German uh, gentleman, he reported that uh, 
that uh, he got so angry at his father that he could not imagine that he he can talk to his father with that kind of language, loving speech. But after four days of practice, he was able to see the suffering in his father. And seeing the suffering in his father helped compassion to arise in his heart. But he still had some doubt that he could use that kind of language. But that night, uh, while making, composing the number, he was breathing. And uh, when his father answered, suddenly he found himself capable of uh, talking with that kind of language, loving kindness. Daddy, I know that you have suffered a lot in the past many years. I could not help you. In fact, I have reacted so strongly that make you suffer less. I'm sorry. I did not have an intention to make you suffer. I need your help. Please, Father, tell me of your suffering, your difficulties. I want to listen. It has been, it had been many years uh, when he could not speak to his father like that. That is why that night, when the father hear that kind of voice and language, he opened his heart, and both talk and they was able to reconcile with each other that night. In Macau, uh, on the fifth day of the retreat, a lady came to me and said that she had used the mobile telephone and practiced and reconciled with her husband uh, uh, before midnight uh, uh, the night before. 
And that is why I said that the miracle of reconciliation always takes place in our retreat. We have invited uh, groups of uh, Israelis and Palestinians to come and practice in Plavlesh. There's a lot of uh, suspicion, fear, anger in each group. But after two weeks of practice, they both groups can share a meal, holding their hand to do walking meditation, and uh, promise together that then that when they go home to the Middle East. They will organize practice for others to come and practice and suffer less. Hopefully today we have a chance to share and discuss about the fourth uh, mindfulness training, which is on the topic of uh, loving speech and deep listening, because that is a wonderful instrument to restore communication and to reconcile. And uh, tomorrow, instead of having a Dhamma talk, we shall have a session of uh, questions and answers. <laughs>